we bring up to speed? We've come to this planet looking for intelligent life. Oops, we made a mistake. What we've got here is failure to communicate. I eat green berets for breakfast. Right now, I'm very hungry. Hey, Ma! The meatloaf! We want it now! The meatloaf! This is Sparta! The greatest trick the devil ever pulled was convincing the world he didn't exist. I feel the need, the need for speed. Alrighty then. It's a little bit of shake and then fake. Shake it back. It's alive. It's alive. It's alive. It's alive. You're tiny Jesus. Your golden fleece diapers with your tiny little fat balled up fist pawing. He was a man. He had a beard. Friends, rodents, quadrupeds, lend me your ears. Oh! I always love to hear that yell. It means it's time. For the Varsity Radio Show, welcome to 88.5 JFM. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. We It's the best radio station around, I think, mm-hmm. personally. And what makes this show spectacular, wonderful, and so full of fun is the people in the room uh, and, and Jameson's t-shirt today. Oh. Yeah, definitely your shirt. Mm-hmm. Uh, to my right, I want to introduce you to the people in the room uh, with the uh, Hawaiian shirt. Space Camp hat and Josh Range glasses. My good friend, Jameson Fowler. Hey there, hi there, ho there. How's how's it going? I was trying there in varsity land. I was trying to paint the picture for those on the radio mm-hmm. who can't see how you dress. You like those today. subtitles on those movies yes. for, for blind people. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. So if you're blind out there, we just helped you out to understand. There's nothing louder in this room than Jameson right now. My okay, is, uh, <laughs> is up to eleven for Spinal it Tap is. fans. It's it up is to eleven. To my left, we call him the greatest, greatest radio producer in the business. He's going to get an award one day. He just doesn't know it, mm-hmm. and not from us. Whatever the Hall of Fame is, <laughs> but he's going to get us, it. But he's going to get one. We'll give you one. But that's not going to be as valuable as the Hall of Fame award that he'll receive one day. My good friend, the Willy Wonka of radio, Steven Spiegel. Hey, everybody. What's going on? we got a good show lined up. Yes, we I'm do. I'm very excited. Yeah. Got the Asbury Rams. Running here. Rams, baby. Yeah, running Rams. There you go. Uh, Matt Wilson and Jay Jones will be here. Uh, we got FCA going to be here. Well, through Zoom. Both of them are going to be through Zoom. I really like the graphic you made this last week, Steven. Thank you, thank you. It's very green. Yeah. But really cool and modern. Mm-hmm. I like that. It's spring. It's spring. Hey, Spring and, has sprung. And mm-hmm. what better way to start the show than with memes? And, uh, uh, the memes. This goes back to uh, Meme of the Week up. right here. And this goes back, uh, Jameson, to our childhood days at church. And it's Oprah with her hand up eating vegetables, which is how I feel about it, except for today. This is Oprah saying, basically, no thank you to the vegetables. But then, what about vegetables teach me about God? Now that, I might be into. That's right. 
Uh, they have those, no arms. Does that not bother for, anybody? For, for those of you that, that don't know what we're referencing, it was a uh, legendary piece of entertainment uh, Veggie called Tales. Veggie Tales. Yes. Which they brought back to they Netflix. They did. They gave it eyebrows, and it just they just weren't as good. Yeah. Yeah. And then there's this. You want to read that one, Jameson? This it's, says, it's uh, like a well, let me, I will, watermelon let pizza. me handle this, sir. I got this. All right. It says, shake my head. If we keep pulling stunts like this, God going to flood the earth again. And what this individual is complaining <laughs> about is a, is a circular slice of watermelon that has other fruit topped on it, cut up like a pizza. Now, y'all yes. might be mad at this, but me, I'm all about this. If oh, someone handed that? this to me, I would be very happy. All I right. would say thank you. I'm, I'm all I'm here for it. All right, all right. And then this, you got Baby Yoda. I think Baby Yoda's just confused. Uh, this this ministers to me. Exercise gives you energy, but you need energy to exercise. Sounds like a pyramid scheme to me. I don't know. I had somebody I so. that I have not that has not spoken to me in quite some time messaged me this week. It was like, hey, I was thinking of you. Would you like to start earning more income? with me and i was like no that's uh that's a no from me dog and this is a this is your motivation this is your motivational statement of the day right here you ready for it mm -hmm. it's okay to fall apart sometimes tacos do and we still love them right i feel like if your taco falls apart you <laughs> made a grave error in somewhere um I feel I like I, I'm, I'm all for the sentiment of this statement, but I don't think the analogy lands. Do you like uh, pack yours out like I do where it's like falling over the side, though? No, no. I feel like but that's a rookie move. Okay. That's a rookie move. Um, You know who doesn't make rookie moves when it comes to the food game? Who? That's Charburger. Yes. They are Phenomenal. vets Phenomenal. when it comes to food service here in Marshall County. Uh, they're open Monday through Saturday, 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. They're home of the famous char-grilled Wildcat Burger. They're scrumptious chicken fingers, Philly cheesesteaks, which I'm enjoying right that now. It looks really good. Uh, it is fantastic. Uh, they're jumbo crispy onion rings and much, much more there at the Char Burger. Yeah, and then you got B&B Video Games. They are an 80s-style arcade, uh, arcade place. It is really one of the most unique, coolest places I'm so glad that Marshall County gets to have this place. It's the B&B Video Games by Pizza Hut in Albertville. And then, lastly but not leastly, Boaz Non Cinema. Totally a word. If you are into the whole <laughs> semicircle of viewing experience of a yeah. movie, this is the best place to do it. Um, you know, uh, movie theaters are finally starting to open back up. Uh, releases are starting to come back into theaters. People are starting to watch movies again. And right now, I think it's in the sweet spot. Yeah. Because you can go to a theater and see a good movie, and there's not that many people there. So it's like, it's a it's basically to yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Enjoy the, that while it lasts. Mm -hmm. Right? <laughs> so, hey, that's Boaz Non-Cinema. We're going to go to some music, and in a few minutes, we're going to have Anna from FCA on here with us. Enjoy the music. Maybe midnight or midday. Anna. Hi. We've been in three sections of your house. Which one's your favorite one to cast from? <laughs> okay. At first when he said that, I was like, do what? And then I realized he was talking about Zoom. There's a cow behind you. Don't be alarmed. Just saying. <laughs> Thanks for the warning. You're welcome. <laughs> I got you. So I have to ask now, why is there a cow on your wall? Yes, please. No judgment at all. 
Oh, no. Okay, so me and my ex-boyfriend painted matching cows, and I'm yet to take mine down. Because I'm actually proud of it. It's pretty great. I painted it myself. Okay. Yeah, you can be proud of that. He doesn't have to be part of that story. You can be, I painted that, and I'm proud of it. Yeah, you don't have to yeah. tell your future boyfriend that you painted it <laughs> yeah. with him. So I was inspired. <laughs> it was very moving. <laughs> don't I just it, love cows. I mean, you see them everywhere. See, so my, much inspiration. My girlfriend has a, a big thing for cows and goats. Um, mm. Yeah, I, I want to surprise her with goat yoga at some point <laughs> please um, that is so fun please um but they have it in boaz for real get her a lululemon gift card and say <laughs> hey we're going to nashville and then do some yoga is that, yeah. that where you do it they say there's a place well they have a place up in nashville i know for sure yeah there's a place apparently in boaz that does it there is um i've seen the brochure. that sounds like a boaz thing yeah <laughs> <laughs> that sounds very judgmental, Anna. <laughs> that just sounds some, like something Marshall County would do, honestly. And um, I'm all for it. I might have to go down there. We're here for do it. Some goat yoga. Um, I feel like Anna's insulting our county. We want your cow in the picture. <laughs> Such a beautiful piece of art. I'm surprised you pointed out the cow and not the basketball goal. That's well, I see it now. Pink. Yeah. It glows in the dark, too. What? Do you ever wake up mm-hmm. in the middle of the night and think that's like a... a uh, what do they call that a, a demon a, well that's not where i was gonna go with that uh but not supernatural no. what is the word i'm thinking of paranormal Alien? paranormal you think that's like a paranormal thing happening no i mean no because it's your room and you're like nope that's my basketball goal that was a dumb question i'm sorry <laughs> what's really happening is see her ex-boyfriend is watching this and he sees the you picture on the wall jealous, and, says, and says this, I knew she was not over me. I still have a chance. Mm-hmm. She's going to get a call after this. And yeah, they're going oh. to get back together. It's just fate. Totally sounds like a Hallmark. I love totally that sounds like a Hallmark movie. I love that look on your He's face. He's going to come riding by your window on a cow that playing boy, guitar. <laughs> that boy done messed up, I guess. Oh, goodness. If I ever got back together with him, mm. Mm. <laughs> put me in a mental institution. Whoa! Whoa! That's not Shade. Good. Just question my state. Shade okay. throne. Shade throne. That's not shade throne. That's, that's, that's spilling that, the tea. That's that's just spilling the tea. But uh, he's been bodied, <laughs> as the kids Dodie. say. <laughs> um, Let's just say you wouldn't want to be that guy. You might want. No. <laughs> that's true. That's very true. Man, oh man. <laughs> okay, wait. Okay, so y'all asked me a few weeks ago what the weirdest thing that's ever happened to me was. And oh. I told my dad this question. Yes. And he brought back this story of when we were driving home from church. Hey, Anna. And it's let's, the road. Let's save it. Let's save it for okay. air because we got 14 seconds, okay? Okay. We're, we're going to hit air and then we'll get into that story a little later, okay? Mm-hmm. It's time for the FCA moment of the week, and we have our good friend. She's more. She's on here more and more, Jameson. I really like her. Her name's Anna, and Anna has Anna. been telling us about the picture of the cow behind her. Uh, for and reference, glowing doll in glowing the dark. I can't talk. Basketball <laughs> goal. We can't. We've been in three rooms in her house since we've been doing these interviews. Via Zoom. Via Zoom. For for the record, we yes, haven't actually we don't gone to Anna's up. house. 
because um, that would be very inconvenient and weird, and logistically <laughs> a nightmare. I mean, I guess we could. The Varsity Radio not. Show live from Anna's room. <laughs> anyway, Anna, what's going on, girl? How you doing? Great. Um, senior year is almost over for me, and that means the summer is about to get up and get started. And summers with FCA are absolutely amazing. And so we're so excited for what God has in store for FCA this summer. And what are those things in store for FCA this summer? So before the summer begins, actually, we have a big event at the Trash Panda Stadium. And that's mm. going to be May 7th. And Chris uh, Tomlin's going to be there. KB is going to be there. And it's just going to be so much fun. Tickets are $20, and you can find all that information on NorthAlabamaFCA.org. And then, as I mentioned before, we have summer camps throughout the summer, and we are in need of volunteers and or interns, especially dudes. Dudes, y'all make camp amazing, Mm -hmm. and we would love for you guys to join us and serve alongside us. So if you're interested, all the information, again, is on NorthAlabamaFCA.org. And the age requirements for interning is sophomore year of high school to college. And then if you want to volunteer for a camp, you have to be a freshman in high school through college. Wow. So good. Anna, how many years have you been doing that? Uh, My first year interning was 2019. And then I was part of the COVID class of interns. And now I'm a summer staff assistant this upcoming summer. She's moving up the ladder. Subtle flex. <laughs> moving up the ladder. Huge. Because, you know, when they interviewed her, they saw the cow in the room. And they're like, this girl, uh, I think we got to move her up the chain. Uh, <laughs> got to move. Uh, move. Uh, ah, there it is. Um, <laughs> All right. Stick to FCA there. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Great dad joke. <laughs> So you got uh, some questions for I him. do have some questions. All right. We're going to go rapid fire you here. You got to ask weirdest thing. It's got to be right. the last one okay. of those questions. Though. Don't, man, don't, don't give she, away the formula. She started. She started. All right. Here we go. Um, what is your favorite Christmas movie? Oh, that's important. Ooh, Polar Express all the way. What? Whoa. We're going to ask you to elaborate on that in just a second. Um. I don't know how you watch that movie with so many dead eyes. It's like watching Mark Zuckerberg. Anyway, um, <laughs> if you're a hot dog covered in mustard, what would your favorite Russian singer be? What? First of all, I would hate to be covered in mustard. Ketchup instead. Russian singer. Um, I don't know. Whenever I think of Russia, I think of Dominic the Donkey, like that Christmas song. Yes! That song. Yeah. Wow. For any of our Russian listeners, we apologize. Uh, And last but not least, what is the craziest thing that's ever happened to you? Who? Okay. So, y'all asked me this question a few weeks ago. I told my dad that y'all asked me, and I went completely blank. And then we talked about it, and we remembered we were driving home from church one day, and the road that our church is off of isn't like a back road, it's pretty busy. And so we're driving home, and all of a sudden, out of the middle of nowhere, on the on the car a deer had tried to jump over us dented the roof wow his antler hit the windshield his hood like cracked the tail fin he rolls off and just gallops into the the unknown so into the unknown that was just, into the unknown 
I like how Anna Anna will Anna 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 Wait a minute. Frozen song, what, whatever it was. <laughs> what kind of car did did were you in? Um, uh, my dad had a WRX at the time. So it wasn't a, a Ram. That would have been. That would have been fun to explain to the insurance company. Yeah. So you're not gonna believe this, but I promise it's true. A deer done tried to hurdle over me, and um, <laughs> it was it was intense. It for reals happened wow. for reals. So, Anna, you definitely make the show better. You do. <laughs> if you um, live in Guntersville, you would I'm be on the show high, every week. Just saying. Still high key judging you for the Polar Express thing. I need you to explain that. Okay. Yeah. It's either the Polar Express or Elf, but yeah, I've seen so. Elf so many times I mean, that it's starting to get old. But Polar Express, there's just something magical about it. Huh. And I like hot chocolate, so. Okay. I do too. That's oh, fair. I had my Polar Express moment the other day. I went, I was on a train, and they, t- like, stamped the ticket and everything, and they stamped it in a smiley face for me, so. Wow. Where were you on a train to? Uh, I was in New York. What? Anna, why do you get to have all the fun? Well, y'all can go out and have fun too with goat yoga. Goat yoga! Don't give away his surprise to his girlfriend. I mean, Um, it's okay. She's not listening anyway. (laughs) Uh, But it sounds like if you're interested in having any kind of fun, uh, dear listener, you should check out these opportunities at these FCA camps. That's right. We talked. We've talked to FCA uh, athletes that have volunteered at these summer camps before. We've and been all to those them, events, and all of them talk about that it's like the best decision they've made all year. Yeah, that they absolutely oh, yeah. were yeah. stoked about doing this. They're super fun. Mm-hmm. We've been. We've we've been to them. They're super fun. Anna, well, I better come this summer. Anna, I can't thank you enough for being on our show. And calling in and just being awesome and showing us your cow picture. You paint me a picture of a cow, I will show <laughs> Thank up. Thank y'all for having me. You're the best. Talk to you later. Y'all are too. Bye. Bye. Steven sent us an article about Baylor that just won NCAA basketball tournament. Mm-hmm. I really wanted it to be Alabama, obviously. But I'm extremely proud of Alabama for making it as <laughs> oh, far as they did. Absolutely. Um, but know, Baylor, they throw man. They gave God all the credit, for, yeah, uh, for their win, which is incredible. Another team that did that so awesome was Oral Roberts, mm-hmm. who Oral nobody Roberts. saw taking out Ohio State during this tournament, and, uh, which is a Bible college. Uh, but man, some good faith stuff happening this year, and, and like the Baylor. Like they said, they they gave God complete credit for their win. How many is they were expected? Either them or Gonzaga was going to win. Noel, everyone thought Gonzaga was going to run away with this. Yeah. Um, the only team that they really thought could put up a fight would be either Michigan or Baylor. Mm-hmm. Um, and when I tuned in midway through the first quarter, and I saw or the first half, the, yeah, the first half. And I saw that Baylor was beating the brakes off of Gonzaga mm. by like 15 or 20 points. I was like, oh my. I was like, Gonzaga's just getting out to a slow start. It'll, it'll no, it didn't. Yeah. It was like, the, it just got worse and worse and worse for Gonzaga because Baylor, Baylor just had them figured out and they, they played them tough. It was, it was, it was an they incredible They watched the matchup. right field. The right film. 
Uh, Jared Butler, uh, Stephen pulled this article, said named the tournament's most outstanding player. Led the Bears with 22 points, which is a big deal. And when asked about his accomplishments after Monday's victory, he said, I'm not trying to preach a prosperity gospel, but our Lord and Savior, uh, I say it all the time, he gets us through everything. Jesus Christ, man, he's the truth. He was with us tonight. He was with us all season. He's with us wherever we go. We just He just sustained us. He brought us together. That's awesome. And you notice, I mean, he talked about, he wasn't even talking about winning. And no. That. He was just talking about God's faithfulness and his goodness. And getting them through it. And just being in the, you know, in a team atmosphere and bringing them together, you know. Yeah. Um, I think that's great. That's uh, I think I think that's, um, I like hearing that, you know, more than just a simple, hey, God, thanks for helping me win. You know, it, it yeah. was deeper than that. So. Yeah. And so that just. It's incredible. Because like you said, everybody, you know, you get half the people are like, I just want to thank God. But, you know, that's all they say. That guy, he laid it all down. And I'm not trying to sully their, um, you know, that moment for, for people that don't elaborate more. But I feel like yeah. this guy, you know, he, I think he, he got it. It was bigger than just winning. I feel like he probably would have said that even if they lost. That's, um, um but... That's something uh, I appreciate about my uh, my son's t-ball coach is uh, the end of every practice. Uh, they get in a circle and they pray. And I'm not hating on people who do this, but it's not the Lord, just the Lord's prayer. He like genuinely prays over our kids, and uh, that's just awesome to me. Just living out your faith and and making it real uh, more than just you know in the moment. Mm-hmm. So, that was beautiful music, Stephen. Have you wrote, written any music? I have. You have? Mm-hmm. I'd like to hear it. Yeah, I'll have to play it for you sometime. I bet it's good. Yeah. Of course it's good. Stephen did it. Did we ever have any doubt? You know? <laughs> so, so, um, you know, baseball is, um, is in full swing now. Is it part Oh yeah, how about that terrible call by the ref? The um yeah, the other night, um <laughs> Sunday night. Horrible. Um it was there's a lot of problems with Major League Baseball and their recall. Um it's mainly because the replay officials that are looking at this in New York know what the umpires called. Like they know that they called him safe. They don't just look at the tape and be like, "No, man, that guy's out." Yeah. They already know what the call is, and they're not going to throw their union brothers under the bus and make them look dumb. So they're like, yep, if he calls safe, I mean, that looks safe to me, too. <laughs> they got to be objective to it ever so often. They have. I, I don't watch a whole lot of MLB. Do they have instant replay on MLB? They, on is know, there any of certain, that, or is it just it is what it is? No, they have instant replay on like close plays, you know, safe like that out. One? Home run or not, you know, fair, foul or fair, they do not do it on balls and strikes. Oh. Um, which, you know, would be just a disaster. Yeah. Anyway. Um, yeah. You know, the Braves got cheated out of a win. and Oh, so that was the that was a choice between a win or a... Well, it was, it was, it Steve made Bailey. the difference. You know, but it'd be what it'd be. 
I've seen so many meme jokes about it. Did anybody come out and apologize and at least say after, yeah, we blew it? No. Oh. When it's obvious. You, like, you, it's the yeah. most obvious thing I've ever you, seen in my life. Look, like you said, you don't watch a lot of Major League Baseball. <laughs> 50 seconds. Umpires are not... Apologies are not something umpires ever do. Ever. Um, I've rarely seen an umpire ever apologize. Well, I've never seen one caught in such a blatant mess up that it was that... Steven, they were six inches from the base. It was uh, six inches. Pretty egregious. Pretty bad. It was horrible. Clearly out. Um, Clearly. But you know that's baseball. And now today's clutch moment. I want to start by asking everybody listening right now: What can you do? You. What can you do? Uh, I was listening to you yesterday, Stephen. Yeah? Yesterday in the morning show. Mm-hmm. This is a shameless plug. Thanks. If y'all don't listen to Stephen every day from 6 to 10 then in what the are morning... what are you doing? Who are you... Who's better? And who... I mean, it was so good yesterday, Stephen. Who are you going to listen to? Your boss? Your wife? Yeah. No. <laughs> You're going to listen to Stephen. That's right. So, shameless plug, 88.5 has such good stuff, and Steven does a morning show, and he was doing a segment, so I'm going to segue off your segment a little bit, Steven. Sure. Uh, On the Lifeline Morning Show, you were talking about Shaquille O'Neal. Yeah. Walking into, I know, but he walked into, and I had actually seen the article the day before, walking into a a jewelry, a Zell's jewelry shop. Mm-hmm. And paying for uh, this dude's engagement ring. Yeah, he kind of took some heat almost on it because you know he's on TNT on TV on uh, NBA on, NBA on yeah, TNT. TNT. Yeah, yeah, they were haggling him. Yeah, a little bit, but you know he had a really good way of kind of calming that down a little bit. I've yeah. got the segment. You want me to play it? Play yeah, it, go yeah. ahead. We'll go be able ahead. to hear it, be able to see it on Facebook Live. So if you're not watching on Facebook Live, why you not? Should. You should be you over should. there right Uh-oh. now. So anyway, let's play this. Look at this. Shaq <laughs> randomly played for a young man's engagement ring. You know, you know what happened yesterday? When did this happen? This happened yesterday. So I was in looking, I was in Zales looking for some loop earrings, and I seen the guy with the blue the shirt on. <laughs> yeah. You went to the mall and went to Zales. Wait, what? You go to you me go to Piedmont Park. You're going to Zales? First of all, I have uh, I have a jewelry line at Zales. First of all. Oh, okay. Ooh, <laughs> what kind first of jewelry? Yeah, everything. So anyway, I went in there to get some loop earrings, and I seen the guy come in. He was just so shy. He was saying, hey, how much do I owe to pay off my ring? It was just, and I was like, my man, I'm, I'm, how much is the ring? And I'm not going to say the amount, but yeah. it's not enough to me, but I just, you know. And this is something that I do every day. The other day, me and my mom went furniture shopping, and this lady, uh, she had a autistic daughter. Mm. And, you know, she was also, you know, looking to pay for some furniture, and I just, I just took care of her. So I meant to, I meant to making people happy. So whenever I leave the house, I just try to do a, a good deed. Like, I didn't mean, mean, mean for that to get out because I don't do it for that, but, like, the guy just came in and, you know, he's a hard, young kid. He's a hard-working guy. He's like, hey, man, I can come back next month and the next, like, lay away. Like, he's, yeah. you know, he puts the money down, but I was like, you know what? Tell your girlfriend I got to take care of it. At first, he didn't want to take it. He's like, no, nah, I can't do that. I said, don't worry about it. I do it all the time. So, I'm just trying to make people smile. That's all. I love that. You gotta love that, man. I do. I love that, and here's why. I feel like if a man that large said, I'm paying for this, <laughs> I feel like no is not what I'm going to tell him. Yeah, you're in, no, that's not going to happen. He could have taken the ring and have been like, yes, sir. Yes, it's, it's your ring now, <laughs> sir. Yes. 
But what an incredible thing. And Stephen, you made this comment with the millions of dollars he had that what's he doing every day? He's trying to bless people. Yeah. And I think that's incredible, but it, it made me think. And as I thought of, of your challenge, Stephen, the one that you issued that day. Yeah. I want to reissue this one to this audience. And it's this. Um, what can you do? I know Shaquille O'Neal has millions of dollars, but we have gifts and abilities too. You may just have a few dollars, but what can you do? Uh, and, and what? how can God use you to make a difference in somebody's life? And I want to ask you this, both of you guys. Have you ever been to a restaurant or been in the fast food line or something like that and the person in front of you at the fast food line paid for you or somebody at the restaurant paid for your re- for your food and you had no idea it was going to happen? Yes, that's happened to me. I think me and Liz were out eating somewhere. I can't quite remember where it was, but when it came time to pay the ticket, they were like, hey, y'all's ticket has been taken care of. And I was like, do what? And she yeah. was like, yeah, there's somebody in the restaurant and someone paid for someone else and they're paying for that that couple paid for somebody else. So it's just kind of a thing going. And um, I mean, you can't be the person to just break that. No, no. Know. Then you want to um, pay for somebody else. So yeah, we, yeah I, I asked to pay for somebody else's. And um, yeah, I, I love when that kind of stuff happens. Um, How about you, Stephen? Did that oh, ever yeah. happen? It's happened to me a couple times. One time down in uh, around Anniston, Alabama, I used to work at a TV station down there. It's actually when we were at Jacksonville State. Uh-huh. Yeah, wow. so Go Gamecocks. Cassie and I had gone out to eat, and one of my coworkers was there eating, and he's like a host of a TV show. He's sitting there with his family. He sees me, and all of a sudden, when I get ready to go pay my ticket, I'm told, hey, he's already taken care of it for you. Wow. I'm like, wow, that's amazing. It makes you feel good. Mm-hmm. Yes. And then, like you said, I've been in the drive through line before. And to be uh, on the other side of that, blessing somebody else, mm-hmm. man, it's it's cool. Especially mm-hmm. when you can keep that train going, you know? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Yes. And uh, I, I, Sarah and I, well, this happened to Sarah the other day. But it happened to her back in our, I was in the car with her when it happened bef- uh, at my last city that I lived mm-hmm. in. It's just an incredible experience. It's just something overcomes you in that moment. And I want to say this. We may not have millions, but we have something. Mm-hmm. And I want to make this statement because I think it's pretty true. Sacrificial giving sparks sacrifice in others, right? Yeah. You just said it. When you when What did you want to do? The instant somebody told you yours was taken care of I mean, and they were doing the chain thing. I was, you know, I mean, the first thing that comes over you, I think... It's 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 humbling. Like it's a is that is that weird to say? Like no, it's, like, it's a it's a humbling thing uh, to know that somebody else did something like that for you. Yeah, that that I don't know. They, yeah, they didn't come up to me and announce it. They just did it for me and they walked away. And I feel like being able to do that for somebody else, um, you know, it makes you. It's a contagious thing. It is. It makes you want to be able to do that for someone else. Yes. Yes. And and. uh and I'm not always talking about money, but no, I'm talking about all. your gifts and your abilities. What do you have? In Matthew 25, 35 through 40, Jesus says this. He says, uh, when I was hungry, you fed me. When I was naked, you gave me clothes. When I did, and, and the disciples ask him basically in Matthew 25, 35 through 40, when were you ever hungry? When were you ever naked? When were you ever in prison? When, and Jesus says, when you did this under the least of me you did it to me Mm -hmm. and i think that's incredible uh that whatever you do uh 
to the least of people, you're doing to Jesus. Mm-hmm. And so when you're buying somebody's food in the line, you're doing it for Jesus. You know, you're doing mm-hmm. those things. So what are some ways uh, that we can make a difference in others' lives? Well, Jameson, I, I how think, can we do that? I think everyone has their own answer to that question. I, I don't think it's just a... I think, really, it's being available. Yeah. I think it's being available and keeping your the ears of your heart open, if that makes any sense. Yeah, yeah. You want to hear um, what God's saying to you. You know, like you said, it does not have to be something you spend money on. It doesn't have to be money. It yeah. ha- can be your time, your talent, your abilities. Like, like, if there's somebody's yard you know that needs to be mowed, and you have a lawnmower, and you have the time. Just go, just go. You know, yeah. Go over and ask about. Hey, can I mow your lawn? I just, yeah. you know, I just want to do something for you today. Right. You know, it's something like that. It. I, there's a. There's a sermon about distress signals. Yeah. Um, and it's talking about the when the Titanic sank. Yeah. Okay. And there were two ships in proximity to the Titanic. One of them was a bigger ship, and it was closer. The other one was a smaller ship and it was further away but the bigger ship ignored the distress signals from the titanic um because basically they didn't want to fool with it yeah but the ship that was further away sped through all this dangerous ice the same ice that the titanic was sinking in yeah to get there and rescue the survivors and i think it's just about responding to the distress signals that are around us like you I think the answer to this question is we all know something that we can do. We all have something at our disposal. And Jesus talks about, you know, the the parable of the ten talents. When, you know, he gave, just to kind of basically sum it up, what did you do with what I gave you? That's right. I think we all have someone in our lives. It's not hard to find if we just really look. There's something we can do for somebody. Yeah. Yeah, that's incredible. And all of us can use whatever we have to make a significant difference mm-hmm. in all those who surround us. And that's my challenge as you're listening today. Do something to make somebody's day better. Like Shaquille O'Neal. I just want to see somebody smile today. You'll never just know. want to make somebody smile. And I mean, you'll never know what that act of kindness could do for somebody. Yeah. You know, if it's filling up somebody's gas tank, paying for somebody's gas, you know, like whatever that is yeah that god moves on you to do the impact that that's going to make on somebody you you may never see or you you know you'll never know yeah um but i think that opens the door for for conversations as well for people that maybe don't know jesus that's right and they they get asked why did you do this and then you get to explain why you did this that's so good that's so good hey i dare you to do that out there today hey we're gonna listen to some music and we'll be back very soon Alright, we're going to play a little thing called Generation Z Trivia before we have our athletes on. Mm-hmm. Jameson's going to ask me a generational Z word. I'm going to give him my best definition. And uh, also our friend Steven. And he's going to tell us how close we are um, to all right. said definition. Yeah. Go ahead. Okay, see, I am, for just for clarification, I am not Gen Z. Um, None of I'm, us are. We're I'm all millennials. i a millennial. Yes. Just just turned 30, by the way. Come on. Um, not mad. Owning it. <laughs> 30 is like the new 20. It's like 20, but you're not dumb. <laughs> um, there it is. All right. Here we go, okay. you guys. 
I'm going to go through a, a handful of these here. What does no cap mean? Ooh, and I know that one. That's for real. Mm -hmm. Or no lie. Or for real. Yes. <laughs> Spot on. There's there's one for Steven. Uh, what about sus? Ooh. <laughs> Good luck on that. Sus? Yeah. Steven's Isn't that you're just sustenance? a little... You're just a little too much. Is sass? It, is it almost... Is, no, is no. sus anything like... Uh, is it sass? Like, don't it's not like extra, right? No, no. Right, what Sus is, is like too. suspect or suspicious. Oh. Ah. All right. Yeah, no points for if anybody. Anyone, if any of this, hey, that's sus. That's suspicious. Yeah. Um, that's because Gen Z it. can't say nor spell the rest of that word. Hey, anyway. All right. Um, what does bop mean? Someone says, that's a bop. Uh, music? It, it, it is music good song it means a really good song yeah i got and it there you go Woo! when something slaps what does that mean it sounds Happens. good it's good it's uh it hits different it slaps there Same you deal, go right it's an expression of how good something is yeah like that charburger slaps mm -hmm. yes there you go all right what does it mean when someone says facts oh that's truth yeah it's, it's pretty self-explanatory there you go maybe the kardashians use the word bible for that yeah, they really. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's ironic. Anyway, would. um, uh, uh, what does it mean when something when someone says something goes off? Getting so, mad. Something happens. Yes. All right. Well, it's like encouraging someone to keep going with what they're saying. Or uh -huh. in in sports, it's when a guy just starts getting hot. You know, yeah. like if yeah, yeah. if a basketball player starts hitting three, just go off, son. Like Have NBA, a day. like NBA Jam. Yeah, yeah. All right. If someone responds to something saying "mood," what does that mean? They're acting rude. No, in no? a bad mood. It's more like same here. Like someone uh. could be like, "I'm dead tired," and you should be like, "Mood." Can you imagine mood. us using these terms all the time? I'm glad we don't. Yeah, me too. <laughs> glad we don't. All right. Zach. Got a song. Yep. Can we play it. it? Ty Brazel. It's Highlight right here on the Varsity Radio Show. Thanks for listening. Lately, I've been living on a highlight. Steven, you did really good yeah, on man. that. Thanks. I was a little surprised you didn't impressed. get sus, though, as I much know. as you're on TikTok. I figured <laughs> he would get that one. I've heard the term before, but I've never known what it meant. Never heard mood. I'm going to get me... Um, some water here and I've heard um, facts because you guys are still with us on Facebook we're going to have when you get it will you get me one bonus content on the Gen Z lingo Woo! just a second bonus points it's going to be good Zach Steve Bailey it's a good day Steven's got fluids yeah, I've I've heard facts actually used. I have used facts before. But mood, I've never heard that. It's like I think mood and like same are somewhat interchangeable. But Steven, you got to listen more Gen Z TikToks. <laughs> for, that's probably Except why that's that probably why you did so good. Except the ones that tell you you uh, have to part your hair down the side or the middle. And, Who said um, that? Jameson, people can barely hear you when yes, you're sir. off your mic. <laughs> I, just I was aware. You. I was just uh, going off, as the kids say. Uh, 
You were going off in the corner. Uh, you see, yeah. you can go. listen to more Gen Z TikToks, Stephen, but just don't listen to the ones that say that you have to part your hair in the middle. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm yeah. bald, so I technically have a giant part in the middle. <laughs> um, and world's largest The ones part. that say that, um, you know, skinny jeans aren't a thing anymore. You know what? You guys are stealing mom jeans from the 90s. We mm. created skinny mm. jeans, so y'all can go eat some Tide Pods somewhere. Anyway, uh, yeah, I'm... I'm, I'm it's I'm a here, whole lot of hate. Here for all the smoke. All right. That's all right. Over Here's there. Uh, some more. <laughs> here we go. All right. Now this, is, now, this one I have not really heard, uh, so I don't expect you guys to get this one. Beat your face slash cake Ooh. slash cake your face. Uh, putting makeup on? Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh, Seth. Is that what wow. that means? Yeah. Good job, wow. man. Like, I would have, I mean, like. I was proud of myself. I would have, pro- I would have, it would have taken me a minute, but I was like, I guess that's what that means. Yeah. But I don't think I've ever heard that. Used. Matt and Jay there? Um. Hey. Hey. I hey, hear you. Up? I don't see you. Here we go. There, there they are. are. Hey. All right. On this bonus content that we're having right here. Um, uh, yeah. Uh, I'm trying to uh, see if these guys <laughs> understand some Gen Z words. <laughs> um, Wait, I got I to gotta read this. This is good. Right. This, this is from, all right. Do you know, this from my cousin. I wear skinny jeans, but they were loose when I bought them. <laughs> That's good. Hey, we're going to ask you some words. You're going to tell us if you know what they mean. Oh, they know what they mean. I'm going to see if you oh. still know what they oh, mean. Oh, yeah, you all keep right. going. All right, uh, clap back. What does that mean, Seth? When someone claps back. I guess when someone claps back. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I guess, I guess when they, uh, you know, kind of, when you make fun of them and they got a comeback for you. Yeah, that's exactly yeah. what it is. Uh, technic- according to the definition, is a respond to an insult with an equal or greater insult. Nice. Mm-hmm. Thank you for saving me um, on that one. What I is can't it? Move on either. <laughs> What does it mean uh, when someone gets clapped? Ooh, they get made fun of. No. It's a, no? Not necessarily. Yeah, when, when they get beat, you know, like in a game bad. or something real bad. Yeah. yeah. Like Ohio State in a national championship game. Clapped. Nice. Um, right. It was right. Right. Or Gonzaga. Right. Clapped. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Did you guys watch any of the tournament? Yeah, yeah, I watched it. Sadly, we all lost our brackets. Yeah. Uh-huh. I mean, everybody did. I don't. I don't think there's. What is the percentage of people who actually get their bracket zero, a hundred percent right? <laughs> I don't. I was about is to it say humanly possible. It's been like 50. I don't know if it happens. I just know like the worst bracket ever is like Charles Barkley making a bracket. Like, That's uh, terrible. He's terrible at it. That's terrible. Um, you sounded just like that him. was the point. I know. Uh, Steven, do you have time to tickle some research? Uh, yeah. Okay. It's my phone. Yep. All right. Uh, when was the last time someone had a perfect bracket? Okay. That's a good question. Because I think it was like early 2000s, late 90s, if I'm right. And I don't know if you guys know this, but Warren Buffett, uh, he's like a rich guy. I think he's offered, like, whoever has a perfect bracket, it gets a, a billion, with a B, billion dollars. He's like, I'm going to give you a billion dollars and like a job or something. Uh, oh, if I get a billion dollars, I need no job. That's what I'm screaming. You know? <laughs> the, the only thing I know about Warren Buffett is that he stops at McDonald's every morning and buys one of three things. And he only spends 
a total of three dollars and fourteen cents every morning. You know, when you like what you like, you get what you get. I guess yeah. so. Yeah. Um, to be to be quite honest, I know all, next to nothing about Warren Buffett, and I didn't know that. So you know more than I. Do. I mean, that's, the, that's the only thing I know. And, and besides, he's in that song. Uh, you know, it can buy me a boat. He's in that song. Yes. He, he mentioned yeah. he gets Sitting mentioned. on a pile like Warren Buffett. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Good old Brad Paisley there. There you go. All right, we got 13 seconds. We'll hit an athlete interview and we'll bring him up on radio. Cool. Yeah. Yep. All right, just hold on the line, please. It's the Varsity Athlete Interview. We have the privilege of having Matt and Jay with us from Asbury. How you guys doing? doing good. We're doing good. Little Asbury basketball in the house. I Home think we're in their locker room. The running Rams. Yeah, we are in the locker room, actually. Yeah. These guys are awesome. They were saving me with some Generation Z trivia a minute yeah. ago. Bailing <laughs> Seth out in the clutch. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. Hey, guys, tell us uh, what y'all are doing right now with your. Uh, how are you progressing? What, are you, what state are y'all in? In basketball, season yeah, yeah. season-wise. Well, I mean, we yeah. we just finished up not too long ago. Had our last game in February. Yeah, I uh, I actually just had surgery Ooh, on man. my hip, so oh, yeah. I'm currently in the state of not walking. Yeah, huh. <laughs> that's no good at all. Wow, yeah, tell so, us how did that happen? Yeah, talk about that. I had a deformity on the end of my femur bone. Mm. that when I was hit on the inside of my knee playing ball, over-rotated it, oh. and it tore my labrum and tore cartilage oh. out of the inside of my hip. And they didn't see it on the MRI, but when they got in there to do surgery, it was a lot worse than expected. Oh, so now I can't good. walk on it for a while. I've been on crutches for, I don't know, six, seven weeks now. Whoa, how painful was that? It was, it was, the surgery itself was painful for about the first week. And then it wasn't too bad, but like as far as when the injury first happened, I couldn't walk for two or three days, and then it's been hurting. It hurts every day ever since until I got this surgery. Man. So wow, that had to be. And then I get to have my left hip done too. Oh man, too. So was that was that scary for you? And like you get hurt in a basketball game, and all of a sudden you can't walk. Well. I knew it was pretty bad. I had hurt my left hip previously, actually. My right one was just worse. Mm -hmm. But it it wasn't that bad, you know. Mm -hmm. But the way I fell as I was falling, it looked like when somebody tears their ACL. And so that's what I thought was that's what I thought was happening. And uh, it ended up being my hip, you know. After I realized I had fallen and my hip hurt, you know. But Mm. it it was pretty scary, you know, initially, you know. So what's What's the? I know you said you had to have, had to have you have to have surgery on your other hip, but what's the prognosis from the doctors as far as you making a a comeback? He said no more basketball, pretty much. Oh man! Except, oh. except every once in a while, you know, I can play pickleball, but no like high intensity, you know, basketball like we've been playing. Mm-hmm. So, wow. Well, tell us about you. Oh, uh, well, I'm lame and uninjured. <laughs> so most right. most people break their arms and then he did <laughs> that's rough man i'm sorry but tell us about your season how did it go 
I mean, considering who we had to play, it really didn't go bad yeah. at all. I mean, we had uh, Fife and Plainview mm-hmm. in Sylvania in our area, and Plainview won the state championship the past two or three years, and yeah. Fife won the state championship this year. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and Plainview, so. Plainview beat Fife in the area championship. So Fife won the state championship, but they couldn't win area. Yeah. Wow. So we, we we the past couple years we keep getting put in areas, you know, or cross areas with the hardest teams, you yeah. know, the, the teams that always make it, you know, to the very end almost. Yeah. That's that's kind of been like how Asbury gets dealt. Um yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh every time. My nephew yeah. my nephew is uh a manager on the basketball team there. Uh he graduated in twenty fourteen. So I got to kind of follow the team and kinda of like what they how that works up there for a little while. So I know a little bit about it. Um, but yeah, that just kind of seems to be the card that Asbury gets dealt. And, you know, nine times out of 10, you guys seem to rise to the occasion. And I mean, I would imagine that makes you guys better. Does it not? Oh, for sure. Oh, yeah, it definitely makes it better. Coach Pelham really, you know, <laughs> puts an emphasis on defense and that's what helps us a lot. So, you know, yeah. I got to give credit to coach for, you know, you know, he's probably, I think he's probably the best coach in the area, mm-hmm. sure. you know, like not even close. I mean, we didn't we didn't have a guy whenever uh, whenever you were out over six one, yeah. And it was a rare rare occurrence for us to let a team score sixty. Yeah, wow. I mean, we held them we held them under fifty most games. Yeah, and pl- and Plainview and Five are scoring you know eighty you know ninety on people you mm-hmm. know and they're not getting over sixty on us. Yeah, right. we just have a problem. We're just not as offensively talented as uh, most other teams are. Which is why we don't do as good. So, what would you say was your greatest win and your hardest loss this year? <laughs> well, see, we were thinking about this. We were we we're talking about this. We don't and, have to think too hard about it. And <laughs> I, our, our greatest win by far was uh, against Boaz at at their place this year mm-hmm. because they tend to underestimate us. Yeah, and one particular person, Keaton Everyone. Kennedy, likes to uh, talk a lot of garbage about us. Mm. And we shut him down to like six points, and we ended up, <laughs> up beating Boaz, you know. So we had to rub that in his face a little bit. They're talking a little smack. So y'all don't uh, talk smack, do I you? I think the only thing we don't have to. We don't have to. I mean, he scored nineteen, and I scored like fifteen, you know. So uh, we just, you know, did it with our actions there. We didn't have to say anything to they're, him. They're using they're the speak now. softly and carrying yeah, big stick. Now we were right, right now. We're we were waiting smack. for the perfect opportunity. Um, honestly, like, I don't know. I don't, I don't want to take, uh, put words in your mouth, but I feel like the only thing that could have made that better is if, uh, they would have played an Asbury for you guys, maybe. Yeah. Would that we, have been better than doing it at, at Boaz? Just cause I know how loud it gets there. Cause Ram Nation shows up. Oh. Oh yeah, for their team. Every, I mean, our gym's always packed, and we actually played them at the very beginning of the season. Mm-hmm. You didn't play, right? I yeah, I think I was hurt at the beginning of the season, and we ended up losing by like six or eight, mm-hmm. something like that. At, but, your, at know. your stadium, sir. What was the hardest loss? Oh, um, I, I guess probably the end of the season. You know, yeah, really yeah. kind of go, going out the way we did. We had to play Plainview in the first round of the area. And um, I mean, they're just they're they're pretty good. So you know, it's just hard to it's hard to guard them. And with me being hurt and a couple other guys messed up their ankles a little bit later in the season, we went out pretty hard there. Mm-hmm. Uh, so 
you know, it's always the end of the season, you know, it's kind of the hurt, you know, the last one, you know, yeah. especially yeah. for us, we're graduating this year. Man, you know, so gonna... both of you guys are seniors. Man. Yeah. Um, and I know how tight-knit that basketball program is and that locker room is um, and just the basketball culture there in, in Asbury. I mean, I mean, how emotional was it when you guys got to the locker room after that loss? Like, kind of take us through that a little bit. Yeah. It was, uh, I don't know, walking walking off the court knowing that you're never going to walk back on it in a high school game again. I mean, I just, that's like a punch to the gut. I, I guess, yeah, I guess the feeling in the locker room when we were done, it was just like kind of a kind of a blow to the gut. Just mm-hmm. oh, wow, that really happened. Like it's kind of unreal. I mean, we spent our whole life on this sport, you know. Mm-hmm. Like dedicated so much every summer, you know. It's pretty much an all-around, all-year thing, yeah. you know, for us since we were little. Absolutely. So you know, having dedicated so much of our time to it to go out like that, you know, and know that for me, I'm never going to be able to play again, you know. Mm-hmm. And even if I could have. We might could have played, you know, a little bit of JUCO ball or something. Mm-hmm. But I mean, it's still not the same. Yeah, and I think again, don't let me put words in your mouth. But I mean, is it not the same because it's not Asbury? Because yeah, it's not the yeah. same culture. Kind of talk a little bit about that because you were, you guys were talking about how you guys have grown up in this sport. Kind of, kind of talk about the culture of basketball there at Asbury High School and and what that's meant growing up in that. I mean. Basketball is Asbury's thing. Yep. You know, mm-hmm. he's been here longer than I have. I actually moved here right at the beginning of high school. Uh, I went to school in Huntsville for a while, and we moved mm-hmm. up here. Uh, my my dad actually went to college with Coach Pelham. Okay. And my grandmother taught him in college and stuff. So, but, you know, this school is all about basketball. And I've never been at a place where the entire community, you know, shows up mm-hmm. for every basketball game, yep. you know. Right. And, like, even the effort, like – the the people would put into the concession stand like these old these old, older men would come and they'd cook like all day mm-hmm. that you know, volunteer fire department baby yeah and it, it's such a you know it's a whole different ordeal when you know that you're playing for everybody you know mm-hmm. you know it, it's if, it's not just you if i had something to like compare it to in, in all reality like basketball in asbury is like football in alabama yeah oh yeah sure and I, and I don't think it's just be, it's not that way just because Asbury doesn't have a a, a big as big of a football program yet. I, I think yeah. it's just been something special there in that community. Like like I mean, he said it best. You know that you're playing for everyone in that community, and I, that community makes you feel that. And not in a pressure situation, not in a pressured kind of way. Yeah, I don't think it's no. it, it's more of a uh, we have your back. We're proud of you yeah and they're yeah you know wow so anyway wow so the over the four years would you say boaz was your greatest win or was that just this last year or what was the most memorable win over the last oh, four man. years of everything for you guys well i, I that one's got to be pretty far up there. Not, up there not as much as it was a big deal to beat boaz it wasn't a game that mattered but just just the fact that the way we know they think about us you know yeah. mm-hmm. and to be able to kind of like redeem prove ourselves you know in, in that way yeah and then the people that you know put us down so much about it you know didn't do anything about it to, you know to make us lose or anything so but um what was our, your our area our area games were a pretty big deal too we, we went on a couple buzzer beaters in the oh, past yeah? couple years they were pretty exciting 
what would you consider your best year at Asbury has been and what made it so special what team what what year well last year last year we uh we had a real good team we lost uh what two starters three starters yeah we lost three yeah three 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 starters but five seniors yeah we lost five seniors we we started out the year last year 14 and one wow and that's phenomenal put us in the top 10 while what we were yeah nine for a little bit yeah we yeah and then we got put in honorable mention for a little bit but even yeah even the the people that are ranking with ahsa you know don't even consider us when we you know have some of the most difficult competition mm-hmm. up here and, and beat them or uh you know get really close the last two years uh not not this past season but the season before that and then the season before that one we lost to fife in the sub-regional on a buzzer beater in overtime and then we lost to fife again on a buzzer beater yeah. the next year wow. in sub-regional to go to, go to jsu mm-hmm. and because we kept we just kept getting matched up with them every time every time so wow it's just kind of unfortunate got the short straw there but well you you were talking about your coach and how incredible you think he is what makes him stand out what makes him so special to your y'all's life well he teaches he teaches more than just the game of basketball yeah yeah you can take everything that he teaches us and even apply it to life i mean he teaches us to compete uh, he, he's, I mean, he's one of these guys like you don't take nothing off of nobody. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, um, and he does a mentality, I guess. Yeah. What's What's a statement or a lesson that he's taught that you'll remember probably for the rest of your life? <laughs> well, I mean, this one, I, I got one. This one's kind of comical, you know, but it's something that really stuck with us. He, you know, loves for us to use the backboard he hates you know finger rolls oh finger gosh. rolls and stuff yeah and he would go he we'd be in practice and somebody wouldn't use the backboard and, you know and he makes us do like 15 push-ups but then he goes you know if you went to vegas and i told you that you had a 50 percent chance if you picked seven or a 20 percent chance if you picked five what are you gonna pick <laughs> seven uh so <laughs> use the backboard he, That's he awesome. said if i had I had a nickel for every time he told me there's a what how 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 much I think it got more expensive every time he told me but there's like a five thousand dollar slab of glass up there you better use it yeah yeah it, and, it and went up every time it would go up <laughs> ten thousand he uh, fifteen thousand yeah he hated finger rolls back when I was uh, following the team yeah. too yeah I I can't tell you how many times my nephew would come home and tell me stories about someone in practice getting just reamed because uh. A finger roll. Oh, yeah. finger hold. Well, what do you think? <laughs> what are the things? What are some of the memories you're going to mem- remember the most about your basketball time there at Asbury? What are you going to miss the most? What are some of those things? I mean, probably, you know, we're all kind of like a family here. You know, everybody's got each other's back and stuff. And, you know, we all, we all hang out and do stuff together, you know. We'd go over. We didn't get to um, last year because there wasn't a tournament, and and this year because of COVID again. But we always would go to Coach's house and watch the national championship game. Yeah. yeah. And you know it was it was always super fun, and we'd bet you know on whoever won you know at the end of each quarter. And if you lost, we had to go like jump in the pool, and it's like thirty degrees outside. <laughs> if you lost, if you lost the bet, you know, and that was always it's so it's just so much fun, you know, even if you had to jump in the pool. 
You can help but laugh. That sounds horrific. Anyway, I'm talking. All right. So, I love asking this question, and I think I don't think I love asking it to anybody more than people from uh, Asbury because everyone has this kind of story. I need you guys to tell me your most egregious referee story. <laughs> Where the ref just since we just saw just, the Braves pull that out, yeah, like just got you guys, just screwed you guys out of a game, whatever it is. Like, I know you guys have a situation in mind because I see it on your face. Well, the first thing I thought about was section. <sighs> oh yeah, it's always section. section. It's always section. Section. Yeah, that, I mean, I that mean place, those refs. Those refs are hometown boys. They are. Yeah, <laughs> and I feel like for, for me, more than anybody else. I have, like, for some reason, refs like to put a serious target on my back. I don't know what I do. I'm one of the most respectful guys to the ref. You know, like, I hand him the ball. You know, I talk to him during the game. I'm like, yes, sir, you know, and everything. And they just love to call fouls on me. I mean, I'm standing still, you know, not even doing anything to stand in there. And it's like, foul. Like, you, you know, I'm, I'm like, I, what did I do? He's got that Russian look. Oh, man. That's bad. (laughs) Wow. Oh, man. Wow, so fun. Hey, what do you, what did y'all do? Tell me, well, here's where we're going to go. Sorry. On practice, what were some of your favorite drills? What were some of your least favorite drills? Like, what are some of the things you can't wait not to ever do again and some of the things that you enjoy doing? (laughs) Suicides, for sure. Hated that. In, in all forms. There were a lot of drills, too, that Coach Mom liked to make us do, where it was just like, okay, defensive guy, I want you to foul this guy into the ground. Oh, yeah. I do not let him move. Offensive guy, go score on him. And whoever, like, loses that battle, you're getting yelled at. Yeah. Sounds it's like impossible to – it's impossible to win if you're the offensive guy. Right, know? right. I mean, you're getting tackled. And he's like, you got to be stronger. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like basketball slash football. In the <laughs> Welcome to Asbury. It is, it is everywhere up here. Playing Fife and all them, you know, it's like it's like playing football. Yeah. You know? yeah uh-huh. So, what's what's For the sure. hardest game that you've played in? Oh, uh, now probably uh, Sandrock. Probably our our games against uh, Sandrock. I'd say in that area one, you know, where I I shoot the buzzer beater. It was like nail biting because if we didn't win, we were out. My uh, our tenth grade year. Oh, our tenth grade year. Okay. Yeah, our tenth grade yeah. year. We had to go to Collinsville and play because they were hosting area, and that gym's like itty bitty. Yeah, and it's there's like no AC no. and it's so hot. There's still and no AC sec- in that thing. Yeah, there oh. there's no. Well, there might there I might be now. There might be now. There wasn't at that point. Yeah, there was like no AC, so it's like hot as all get out mm-hmm. in there. And this court is tiny, and Sandrock is long, so it's like impossible to pass it around them on this tiny court. And I end up catching the ball on their point guard on the post, and I shot some like turnaround left hand shot and went in, and we ended up winning. Mm. But that was that game was crazy. That was, was hard. Crazy. That was that was a hard game. Um, who would you say like upperclassmen in your life? You've been there all four years. Uh, three of them, you had upperclassmen. Who are who are the guys that you remember the most that maybe? Helped affect your game, helped uh, create leadership in you. Who are those people? Why do you feel that way? Well, for me, my my ninth grade year, we had a really quick point guard who was uh, had a really good year. His junior year, he's a senior that year. His name was Jacob Chandler. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
but he was he was extremely quick, really good player, and coach always liked to make me guard him. And I don't know that that really helped me out. Yeah, for me, you know, of of all people, Alexis Cruz. I mean, he never he never got in the game. You know, coach never put him because he was he was a post player. You know, he had that body shape, but he wasn't tall enough. But it's so hard to post up on shorter guys, mm-hmm. especially for me being taller and skinny because they could just get up under you and push you out of the way. Yeah. Yeah. So trying to post up on somebody like him in practice made it like ten times more difficult. Yeah. You know, yeah. and so he he actually really helped me with like getting low, you know, and get my base, you know, yeah. of all people, you know. Well, hey, guys, we're going to take a quick music break. You guys are going to stay with us. All of you are more than welcome to join us at Varsity Radio Show and talk to us uh, on there. But, hey, join us over there. But these guys will be back in just a few minutes. What's the staple restaurant over by where you live? Hibachi. <laughs> Hibachi. <laughs> there's, there's like two stores. Mm-hmm. So we got three-way grocery. Yeah. And that's not really a, you know, they Eating. have food in there, but yeah. it's just like they warm up Hunt Brothers Pizza or something. <laughs> that's it, baby. And then, and, and then there's a place going towards Geraldine. It's almost in Geraldine. Yeah. That's called at New Harmony Deli. And <laughs> we, Hibachi. we call it the Asbury Hibachi because for huh. some reason he called it the Hibachi one day. They had the grill. And it's, and it's <laughs> stuck. And they just like serve burgers and chicken fingers and stuff. And it's really good, actually. It's good. So uh, they have the best tots in the world. I remember in uh, 2011, uh, after the the tornadoes, um, when that three-way grocery had not been open for very long, and when the power went out, they backed a tractor up to that thing, and they ran a generator off of the tractor. They, like, (laughs) I I swear, like, you ask anybody in Asbury, did they use the tractor to power the gas station in 2011? They'll say, yep. I mean, I mean, I, redneck engineering at its finest. I mean, hey, look, man, they're good at it out there in Asbury. All right. Yeah. I mean, that's how, that's what you got to do to get by out there. I just wanna, I'm enjoying uh, these stories. Thank you. I just want to let you guys know if if I have to, uh, we got a home baseball or senior night games tonight. Uh-huh. Yeah. And I got to go announce senior night. Oh yeah. It's, yeah. It won't be for a little bit, but uh, we're almost done. Yeah. He's he's still going to be here. But I gotta be over at the field, like across the parking lot, and, like at four fifteen ish. Okay. Yeah. So if uh, I have to leave you guys with him, you know, that's I fine. Just gonna let you know. Well, I, pre- I gotta ask you, who's your favorite baseball player? Do you have a favorite baseball player? Do you care about baseball? I don't watch baseball. Well, man, we don't you watch look. Baseball. You look just like Freddie Freeman. Is anyone? <laughs> has anyone ever told you that? The the only the only person I ever get compared to is uh, Ivan Drago from the Rocky movie. <laughs> I must yeah, bring seriously? you. The haircut. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I must I, bring. I kind of had it, and I started going to the barber and getting it cut like that, just for that purpose. He's a beast. Though. Well, with your glasses uh, and the haircut, you look just like Freddie Freeman. Uh, anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Well, guys, I I really appreciate y'all being here. Looking at the time. Three minutes and 30 seconds. Uh, We'll just do a really quick finish off, and then uh, you can head over there to the field. So thank you all for your time. Yeah, man. Yeah, you're welcome. This this is fun. I mean. Yeah. uh, You thank your – thank Coach – Pelham. No, Coach Harris. Oh, yeah, Coach Harris. For lining you all up for me. Good old Matt Harris. Yeah. 
I, I mean, I love doing this stuff. I do the morning announcements every day at school. Uh, so I get on there and do like my good morning Vietnam routine every morning. Uh, uh, good morning, Vietnam. Is, uh, is Mr. Sweat still yeah, there yeah. by any chance? Sir? Is Mr. Is Mr. Sweat still there by any chance? No. Okay. Never. Never mind. Who's that? Never mind. Who you is talking about? <laughs> never mind. <laughs> and you've got these like Asbury Todd's. A little bit. I did not go to Asbury. Um, I went to. Please don't hate me. I went to Albertville for <laughs> for for most of my high school career, and then I went to a small private Christian school. Um, that didn't play any sports, but um. My nephew Ian was uh, the manager there in at Asbury for a long time, or well, for yeah, from eighth grade till his senior year, and um, you know he, I would go to the games, and I just kind of was there in Asbury for a while, and there were people that thought I went to school there. It was just sort of like, no, I'm just at the games all the time. So yeah, <laughs> and my girlfriend actually graduated from there, and you know wow. her family graduated from there, so it's yeah. Fun stuff. Yeah. It's, yeah. <laughs> so, have any, either of y'all, uh, or either of y'all considering, uh, I know one of you probably can't, but are you considering, <laughs> I felt terrible saying, college ball? Well, I am. Um, I'm still not sure if I'm going to play anywhere, but uh, it's on my radar. Okay. Got any, got anybody looking at any place you think you might want to land? Uh, well, See, if I was going to play anywhere, I'd play at Sneed. Yeah. Because um, I'm just going – I'm going to go to college there. I've already kind of lined that up. But if I don't if, if I don't get an offer, I'm not – I'm not going to walk on. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. I hear you. And you could go into sports casting, it sounds like. I One mean, minute. like, you're doing the morning announcements. I mean, like – Yeah, I, I could. I'm going to UAH for aerospace engineering, though, so – Okay. <laughs> So I, you know, I, I I seriously thought about that, but uh, you know, I'm just doing engineering because I know it's a for sure job. Sure. You know what I mean? Like, there's all kinds of job opportunities, and it was something that I had already previously considered. And uh, it's a good thing I wore my space camp hat today. Then look that's at what that. I was yeah, gonna I'm ask. on point today. Look at me. Even though we never went there. <laughs> look, I've been to the Space and Rocket Center so many times. Like uh, that's true. I love it. I don't care how many times you go. It's still awesome. Like, you get to you. They have a giant rocket suspended, like peaced out. Like, yeah. Like. Wow. We are so glad y'all joined us here again. Hey, I tell you what. We're gonna ask one last question, and then we're gonna get going. Let these guys go. Uh, they have been phenomenal. You have been very entertaining, guys. Thank you so much. Uh, I I like Asbury. This has been a great interview. Been awesome. Uh, what is something hilarious that's happened to you in your high school basketball career? Something funny uh, that you might want to share with the viewing audience and give them a little laugh. Let's see. That's that's tough. Um, Coach Pelham's cracked on us a few times. No, know. not Coach Pelham. I mean, no, make 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 He like he likes to pick on us whenever he gets the opportunity. There was uh, one thing just came to my mind, and I'm sure I could think of something funnier than this. But I, Coach Pelham, if he got really mad in practice, 
he, he liked to, whenever the ball would come rolling near him, he'd just like to punt it. <laughs> and, uh, and I, he had a he had a leg on him, and I tell I tell you I kid I kid you not he he almost kicked it he was from on one side of the gym on one corner of the gym, and he hit it off the the opposite wall and almost made it in hit off the <laughs> back. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, that would have been legendary if that going in. I, I mean, but you better not dare laugh at it though when it happens. Oh no, no, not no, when he's, no. Not not when he's, he's mad. mad. No. 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 <laughs> see that oh, that almost went in you know <laughs> every time because because of my recurring hip injuries dunking was a challenge for me even at 6-4 and when I was finally getting to where I could dunk it consistently you know coach Pelham was like it was it's about time you're right. 7-1 yeah, yeah you know like <laughs> yeah. Every, every but every time my height was you know every time somebody said my height in practice it went all the way from like Six four, like I got up to ten feet tall at one point. <laughs> nice. You know, if he messed up, he'd go down a little bit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Coach Phil's like, I have to start retracting your height if you. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. I like how he oh, uses yeah. math how? to like judge oh, yeah. how good you're doing. Like, he is, is he not a? Is he a math? He is a That's math teacher, isn't he? Not? Now you need to be back up at six five. Yeah. yeah. Uh, That's right. But I gotta ask, man, how many old man jokes has he pulled out on you because of the hip injury? I know that that's. It's like putting oh, it on a tee. Yeah. Well, I get those from everybody. Yeah. You know, every, time somebody, every time I'm like, uh, I, yeah, I just had, why are you on crutches? Oh, I had hip surgery. You're too young for that. Uh, you know? <laughs> You're like, like uh, what, what are you, an old man? I was like, well, I, I guess so. Uh, yeah, Coach Pelham loved it. I mean, you say it, because I'd have to go in the trainer's room every day before I had the surgery, and we would try to do, like, rehab and stuff on mm-hmm. it. You know, but at that point, we didn't know exactly what was wrong, and he'd come in there all the time. Because I'd have to take hot baths before games and warm it up and everything. He'd yeah. come in there cracking on me all the time. Just all the time. Just, are you ready, old man? <laughs> yeah. Nice. Guys, oh, we are so glad to have Matt Wilson and Jay Jones with us. Thank you guys so much for representing your school so well. And we only wish you the best. In about a month, you'll graduate. And we hope that you have incredible careers and lives, guys. Mm-hmm. You are amazing. Thanks for coming on. Thank you. Thank yeah, you. Thank you for having us. Go Rams. That's right, Ram Nation. So nice, man. I like what those a good guys. interview. They were great, man. I'm, I'm. That's feeling for him. They nailed it right. Okay, I'm gonna try that again. They hit the nail on the head, uh, talking about the community. In the culture there in Asbury, um, the love, the pride, and the appreciation that the community has for the basketball team uh, there is unparalleled. Like it really is. It's something very special. Um, they get rowdy, rowdy at those games. It's so much fun. Um, you know, I, I've been to several games where, um, you know, you felt like the place was going to explode because um, it seems like the more the closer the game is, the more intense, the more high, you know, the higher the stakes. Yeah. It's one of the best crowds to go to be a part of. I mean, just fun. You know, um, it might not be for everybody because it's, they're a passionate crowd. I mean, <laughs> as passionate as, as the crowd as I've ever seen. Um, but I, I love it. Wow. And I mean, like, then like the, he, like they were talking about going to Boaz and knowing how they think about people from Asbury. Yeah. Yeah, and they play with that chip on their shoulder, like, and it's not just a chip on their shoulder; it's the pride of their community that they play with. I like them, and I think that's why Matt, the Matt. culture that you know, sorry, 
the culture that, you know, Coach Pelham creates down there. I mean, he, he instills that in them. is like, you know, you don't take anything off of anybody. Yeah. You know, Matt don't let anybody Jay, look down on you. Matt and Jay were special. They were, man. They, they were sincerely special. Uh, and uh, we are about to give away tickets soon and very soon. In about mm. a minute and 40 seconds, we're going to be giving away tickets. Uh, I enjoy this where people call in and talk. It's so fun. And your sunglasses are back on. They are, Must man. have got real bright. If anybody was wondering why I was waving, uh, my family just walked by. So, fun Is that stuff. all of your family or just... Yeah, well, not my parents. But well, I mean, that's not what My I'm wife answering. and kids, yeah. Fun thing. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's it. They were a great interview. They still there? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> oh, hold on. Uh, hey, Steven. Yeah. Since you are, like, you know, the the TikTok um, mm-hmm. master. Yeah. Um, have you seen, or Tim Hawkins has popped about popped up on tiktok yes he has i have i mean some of his stuff is okay there's one video i didn't quite like the whole thing about the satan shoes i didn't i haven't seen all of the weird little skit that he did and i i didn't quite like it myself but you know he's not for everybody most of his stuff i like um i was just saying his tiktok just seems so much different than his comedy right it it Um, does it really does i know it's a different content different medium it's it's uh it's been interesting. Uh, Tim Hawkins is on TikTok. Oh, is he? Mm-hmm. Is it good? It's 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 different. It's very different. Is he not doing comedy? I mean, he is, but it's different from the comedy that he usually does. does. It's I don't know. You ha- it has to be experienced. Can't be explained. What's so funny much. about Tim Hawkins? Is already his five seconds. Five yeah. seconds, man. Cool. It's time for the Varsity Freestyle. That sound lets you know that we're going to give you two tickets to the Boaz Non-Cinema. Count them two. Boaz Non-Cinema. And by the way, there's a really great movie out right now. What is that? It's called King Kong vs. Godzilla. I've done synced it. Yeah. Was it good? It was. There it is. If you're into just over the top, that can't really happen kind of action movies, (laughs) this is all for you. There you go. There you go. So here's what we're going to do. We're going to ask a question. We will then give you a phone number. If you will call in, we will help you. We will be beside you, and we'll do everything in our power to help you win those two tickets to Boaz Non-Cinema. Question number one. Play the game with us. I know you want to. What is the name of the bear in the jungle book? What is the name of the bear in the jungle book? Want to be on the radio? Call us now at 256-505-0885. Hello. Hello. That was the quickest Quick call on ever. The draw there. <laughs> so I just happened to have my phone out when y'all started, and I'm like, yes, my grandson loves Godzilla, anything Godzilla. <laughs> well, you are amazing. You hit that quick. So that might be the quickest phone call in varsity history. That was what fast. do you think, Stephen? Did you time that? That, that was, was that, that was, was really fast before I, we even I got the phone you, number. I have you on speed dial. Yay! Oh, all right. What about that? <laughs> so who we got on the line here? From years, from years past. Uh, my name is Karen. 
Karen, we are so glad you called in. Now, here's the question. What is the name of the bear in the Jungle Book? The bear? Uh, mm-hmm. uh, Baloo. Baloo. Baloo, that's correct. All right. I believe in you in this one. <laughs> question number two. What is the name of the toy cowboy in the Toy Story? Woody. Yes. There you go. All right. You got one Last more. question. And I believe in you. Which fictional detective lived at 221B Baker Street? The most famous of all time fictional detective. Oh. He had an assistant oh. named Watson. Yes. Sherlock Holmes? Yes! Yeah. Is that right? That's yes! It. You nailed it! And I love the excitement. Thank you so much. Way to go, Karen. Karen, oh, thank you. if you'll just stay on the line, our producer's going to get with you right now. But thank you for calling the Varsity Radio Show. Oh, you're going to have one happy little boy. All right. <laughs> Shaquille O'Neal isn't the only ones that can make someone smile. We do that every day here. We need. I wish everybody brought the passion she just did right there. See, look, you could be like Karen. Karen made our day. See, Karen is changing the narrative on Karen. Yes. 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 So, Karen is the opposite of of you know that stereotype of the stereotypical Karen. I bet you she doesn't even have a bad haircut. She sounds like she has amazing hair. She does. She sounds so friendly. I feel like I would have fun like having dinner with Karen. All right. <laughs> so, like, that could still possibly be you. We still have a question up on our Facebook Live. Has anyone answered it yet? I haven't I don't think checked the, that, the no. comments yet. No, I didn't know if we've, nobody's on there we've popped that up. You can ask it verbally if you'd like. Yes. Right. I can ask, ask it verbally. If, if you're not... On our Facebook Live, head on over and answer this question. What does the F stand for in FBI? What does the F stand for in FBI? If we don't get an answer to that, we can ask it on on the radio again. Yeah. I totally enjoyed Karen. Man. That was the fastest call in. And she says she's had uh, a number in her phone for quite some time. We're on speed dial, Steven. Mm Mm-hmm. We need to be on more people's Man, speed dial. Is speed dial a thing anymore? It is now. Like, yeah, right here. Your favorites. Called That's favorites. Right. Okay. We are in her favorites. Used to, uh, kids, there there was a way you had to program your home phone to speed dial, where you would just pick up the phone and hit a number and another, and it would automatically dial a phone number. Yes. But um, it was amazing. There was also on these phone called landline phones. There were phones <laughs> that were connected to your house. Call many. Um, Call many. Yeah. So that's, phone explaining all of these children. Yeah, it needs explanation. You know, at least Stephen and 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 uh, Try to stop and Jameson, we didn't have the dial phones, or did you have the dial phones? I didn't have the rotary dial. You know what no. I'm talking about? The yeah, we had rotary. The spin growing one? Growing up, yeah. Mm-hmm. Awesome. My grandparents had a rotary phone. Well, you just go to the number and let it go. Yeah, go to the next number, let it go. Go to the number, take it all the way, let it go. Go to the number, take it all the way, let it go. And you never got in a hurry on that thing. 
because you could <laughs> he not. never could get <laughs> a speed dial on the rotary phone. Not at all. No. You couldn't even dial 911 <laughs> fast. That's why everyone had guns, because <laughs> there, <laughs> there, no, there was no hope. There it is. Oh, man. Wow. I'm going to let y'all talk. I got to go the rest. Go. You know what? Didn't mean to. All right. Shut that door gently, if you would. Thank you. All right. I was going to pull up a... Uh... Sorry, Steven. No, you're good. Oh, no, I accidentally I had something on oh. audition I didn't mean to have there. <laughs> I was actually going to pull up uh, a meme on my phone and read it off because, you know, radio. Yeah. Um. <laughs> It was an interesting little factoid about people born in the late 70s. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. Where, 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 where? While you're looking for that, have you seen this thing? It's it's called the... Uh, <laughs> it's really cool. So I pulled this video. It's from TikTok. It's a new challenge. It's called the Sandlot Challenge. Mm. And you oh. remember the Sandlot. I mean, you have a pair oh of gosh. PF flyers, I don't do. you? I do. Yeah. The Sandlot is my jam. Uh-huh. I knew it was. So I knew you would really appreciate this. So uh, for those of you who've never seen the Sandlot before, let me play you a little clip from the movie. I think you're really going to enjoy. Now, this particular clip comes toward the end. But, uh, yeah, pretty cool. So let me throw it up on the screen for you. You can check this thing out. Where is he? Does anyone see him? I don't see him. So it's that iconic scene where the dog is chasing him. Massive. Benny the Jet Rodriguez. Yes. Oh, no. It's good stuff. So anyway, it goes on and... If you've never seen the movie, you've got to check that thing out because it's so much fun. But well, the reason why I bring it up is because there's this TikTok challenge going on right now. It's the Sandlot Challenge, and this thing looks like a lot of fun. So let me play you this video. It's just one of the submissions, but it, it really carries the same kind of feel to it. So take a listen to this. I'm going to show it to you here on Facebook Live. as big as the other dog but it's the same idea that was fantastic so many people are doing this over on tiktok that's great i love it yeah that's uh, amazing you, mm-hmm. that's right down your alley could you, you see, get your cat to chase you uh i probably could. yeah <laughs> um, my cat ozzy um he's the he's the, the most cantankerous he's the the least graceful cat i've ever seen in my do you life. have a dog i do have a dog um would the dog chase you my dog is old and no. No. <laughs> Steven, would your dog chase you? Oh, my dog would chase me anytime I want him to. Nice. He's got to get his soccer ball out, and he'll go running. Oh, man. Mm-hmm. I, have, I have a dog named Saban. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, probably, you probably met him. I have met it's, your dog. And Saban uh, likes basketballs, and will chase them, push them, and bite at them in the backyard. It's really quite fantastic. <laughs> I think we can ask that question uh, over there. 
Sure. Right. That's a good one. I found that meme if we have time. What meme? That I was talking about. If you were born in the 70s, um, raised in the 80s, yeah, groomed in the 90s, and made it to 2020, you have lived in five different decades, two different centuries, two different millennia, and the kicker is you're not even 50 yet. Wow. That's us, is it not? <laughs> well, I was born in 91. I know you guys weren't born in the it's late us. 70s, were you? No, I was born in the no. 80s. Okay, yeah. Yeah. So, eighty-six, 80s, 90s, okay, 80s, 90s, 2000s, 2010s, now we're in the 2020s. Mm-hmm. Now, yeah. So, even us, we, we would have lived in five decades. Five decades, two, two millennia. millennia. Two centuries. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. And I'm not even 40 yet. Mind blown. <laughs> Mind blown. So yep. much. So much went down. Because, I mean, like, we remember things, archaic things, you know, like a Blockbuster and a rotary seconds. phone. Blockbuster movie gallery. And then came the Red Box that dominated it, followed by the Netflix. And Netflix killed it all. They killed them all. They wiped the floor. Mm-hmm. All right, we got 28. 28 seconds. How many games does your daughter have? Left, Steven. Uh, I don't know how many games. We just had one last night. They won. I saw that. Third game they won. Big they win. Practice tonight and then practice on Thursday and then I think another game on Saturday. Living the dream. Mm-hmm. How fun is, how much fun is that for you as a dad? I'll, I'll tell you, man. Choose? Five seconds. We're feeling generous today, and we'd really like to give away a five-person all-day pass to B&B Video Games all day. day. 80-style arcade, Mm -hmm. over 50 games. Even some of them have been in TV shows and movies, very popular now. Uh, What an incredible place. So here's the question, and you're going to call in. I'll give you the number in a minute, but what does the F stand for in FBI. What does the F stand for in FBI? FBI. All you got to do is call 256-505-0885. What does the F stand for? Uh Hey, we got quick quick draw people today. Not as quick as Karen, but they're quick. Who do we have there? Got Brad. Brad! What's up, Brad? How's How it you going? Doing? Pretty good. How y'all doing? We are fantastic. Where are you calling from, Brad? Calling from Boaz. 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 Thank Woo. you for listening. Do you know the answer to our question here, Brad? Yeah, it'd be uh, federal. That's yes. exactly right. Nailed it. All right, Brad. Just you'll... out of curiosity, do you know what the B stands for? <laughs> Bureau. In the I. Uh, investigate. Come on! There you go. Yeah, yeah. Brad, you're the real MVP. Hey, stay on the line. Our producer will be with you soon. Uh, thank y'all. Thank you. I like those immediate answers. Love it. Just giving stuff away. Being generous. All right, Brad. Give me your last so name, fast. man. So fast. Mm-hmm. So fast. Incredible. Those two people I've never heard on the show. Well, you can't say that anymore. No, we've been going on for, we'll be four years in August. Man. 
four years. Four. Oh, wow. The varsity land. Holy moly. That's that's a long time. Feels like it. That's a whole high school career right there. On a high school show. Wow, we've come full circle. Here on the varsity. Steven, it's our senior year. Yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. Did you, guys, did you guys go to prom? Yes. Did you guys do that? No. Yes. Okay. I think if you're listening and you participated in this, I'm sorry, but I have to just tell the truth. Um, I went to a house prom because what? the school I was at at the time was it was very footloose vibe, no dancing because that's of the devil. Um, <laughs> so our friends were like, well, we want to have a prom. Whenever and this is so over, I want to hear what They were like, we want to have it at our house. Um, How was and that? I, and I appreciate their parents doing that for us. Yeah. Giving us a prom and letting us do it. Yeah. But it had to be top five, one of the lamest things I've ever done. Um, <laughs> It was. Uh, Tell me about that prom. What was man, the most memorable moment? Of I that remember night? my my date that night uh, putting uh, caramel sauce from the Chick Fil A uh, vegetable, um, you know, tray tray. That's what it's called uh, on her nose, and she thought that was the funniest thing in the world. Um, <laughs> she was the only one that thought that. Um, <laughs> Steve, this sounds like fun, right? No, it doesn't. It no, doesn't. it was not fun. <laughs> Um, what was the highlight of that night? Um, going home? <laughs> um, yes. Yeah, so I know a lot of people had prom last week. You know, wow. if, you, if you had prom, so just many. know no matter how bad your prom was, it wasn't it was that bad. Better than mine. So, how was your date? My date was, she was very nice. Memorable. She was, she was very cool. Uh, but caramel on her But nose. the caramel on the nose, I was like, friend, why? And um, yeah, we we were not in a relationship or anything. We were just friends. And we were, she was like, "Hey, I want to hang out at your house prom." She's like, "You want to be my date?" And I was like, "Sure." So yeah, I didn't even have to like spend money on like a tuxedo or anything. I went to the Walmart's, got me a cobalt blue Van Heusen shirt. No, it was Belk. It was Belk. It was prom. I could go to Walmart for prom. Come on, and uh, some dress pantaloons. Wow, uh, man! The the cobalt blue shirt and the black tie, yeah, it was it was it was stuff. very much or you know two thousand and eight ish. So, yeah, that's intense, man. That's so intense. Was well, not intense. It was in a house. You asked me this question earlier, like the longest standing bracket. Yeah, the yes. longest verifiable streak of correct picks in an NCAA tournament bracket to start the beloved March Madness tournament is forty nine. A streak that was established in twenty nineteen. Oh my goodness. Yep. An Ohio man correctly predicted the entire 2019 NCAA tournament into the Sweet 16, something we've not seen in years of tracking publicly verifiable online March Madness brackets at all major games. So 2019? So it's never been done. This is what, it, this is what it's making it sound like. Right. Oh, my goodness. So the closest they got was making it into the, the Sweet, Sweet 16? 16. Mm-hmm. That just tells you how completely unpredictable that, that tournament is. Yeah. And I mean, that's what makes it great. I think 90% of people's brackets was blown with Oral Roberts. I mean, like, the first day, like, the first day, I think, is, like, a large chunk of them just go to the wayside, you know. I can't believe uh, Because, that. I mean, you're narrowing down a field of 64 down to a field of 32, a field of 32, down to a field of... 16. Is it 16? It goes from 30... No, it goes from 32 to, like, what, 24? And then from 24 to 16? No. 
I'm getting my I'm getting my times tables messed 16. up. Sixteen. Okay, sixteen and then sixteen to eight, then eight to four, then four to two, then two to one. So it's um that's just not easy. It's not easy to get all of those 64 things. Sixty four teams. It's just not easy. And I mean it's so unpredictable because like it's not like college football where it's a team that can clearly overpower another team. Yeah. You know, it, it's pretty easy to see, like, Ohio State would, would beat the brakes off of, you know, like, the University of Ohio. Yeah. Because they're in a completely different classification. Yeah. All that other stuff. And basketball, that doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah. It just doesn't matter. Uh, yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. Hey, our friend Greg Glasscock, our sports analyst. Yeah. Huh. He is actually, he, he's doing a little something today. And uh, he said he took that. the work. He took off work today to help with the Marshall County Track and Field Championships. Oh, so, I saw yeah, that. Good guy. Pretty big. Yeah, so he's supposed to be joining us next week talking about some, probably a little bit of track and field, maybe some soccer too. But okay. you were asking me about soccer a few minutes mm-hmm. ago. It is amazing watching my six-year-old play soccer. I would liken it to watching an Alabama football game. It's really? that intense, and I get so much enjoyment out of it. it Were you a big soccer fan magical. beforehand? No. I've, I've only ever watched it every now and then. I didn't even know. I learned something new last night. Mm-hmm. So yeah. a soccer ball is not out of bounds unless it is completely over the line. The uh. entirety of the ball has to be over the line for it to be foul. I didn't know that It either. can't be resting on the line. I just found that out last night. Wow. It yep, has to go all the way out. So anyway... That's one of the new things did, that I just did learned. Did that call go against your no, daughter it was, or for no, your daughter? It was the end of the game, so it really didn't mm-hmm. matter. Sure. Yeah. But our game-winning kick last night, my gosh, we got this kid on our team. He's like the biggest kid on the team. Biggest kid of any team that I've seen us play so far. <laughs> and we got some shorties out there, too. Uh-huh. I'm talking. They're short and fast. But this kid, he's got like an iron leg on him. And so it was like a free kick, and he kicked that ball over everybody's head, bounced right into the net. Oh, it wow. was great. Bent oh. it like Beckham. Yes, exactly. I hope um, that you just scream, Go! <laughs> right, right? Has, has Grace scored any goals? Not yet. yet. Are you, I, I want to see you and Cassie both when she does, because I know you'll go absolutely <laughs> oh, ballistic. Yeah. We will. We definitely will. But it's crazy seeing him play at this age. I'm just glad she's on a team. How much is she enjoying it? I mean, is she having fun? She's like, she got injured last night. Oh, no. Yeah, she fell, and I guess a kid got kind of, you know, he was carried away, and he's trying to kick the ball, and accidentally kicked her in the <laughs> hip. So this morning she gets up, and she's like, she's crying. She's Bless trying to milk heart. it this morning. Did not want to go to school. She's been fine. <laughs> she hasn't complained about it all day. Uh. So. She's somewhere thanking that kid. Next time, kick harder. <laughs> kick harder. <laughs> I think it's actually one of her classmates, too, so I wonder how awkward it got at school today. Please, Trey. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do it right. Right? That's great. Jeez. But no, it's been fun. Oh, shit. That's and why you wear those shin Shin guards. Things. Yeah, shin guards. Mm-hmm. Man. Yeah. You can really get hurt, too. So, is, so it's uh, Josiah that's been playing t-ball, right? He has. How have you enjoyed that? I've loved it. I've really loved it. He's he uh, it's it very entertaining. Stephen can tell. Well, I think he, yeah. I mean, I, it's an entertaining. Mm-hmm. Uh, Josiah can hit and run the bases really good. Now fielding, he he and every kid want to play in the dirt. Yes. Yeah. That, that yes. was me. Uh, as every kid on every team. <laughs> I was on the BG's uh, five and six team in Albertville Rec League, and uh, 
I was supposed to be the outfield, but I played in, and not that was not a strategic move. That was because that's where the dirt was, and um, I yeah, wanted, I wanted to make a pile of dirt. Is all you know? You're six years old. It's very entertaining. It was uh, very. Well, he had a game yesterday, and uh, they don't keep score. No, I mean, but I do. <laughs> <laughs> this is for fun and for development. I'm very I proud of a lot of people <laughs> need to understand that if your know. kid will never be good at a sport he doesn't like. No, he he's you know having fun. Um, he likes to put the uniform on. You know, I, you is that know. how is that how uh, Gracie is? What? Put the uniform on? Uh, she like, She actually doesn't look forward to putting the uniform on because of everything that goes into the shin guards. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uncomfortable. It's got like straps. You have to put on a pair of socks. Then you put it on the, it the is. shin guards. And, and then another pair of socks, socks on top. It is yeah. constraining. So her little legs are like sweaty. And they've Bless taken it. the shape of the sock. You know how the, like if you've got any kind of netting on the sock, it just kind of molds to yeah. your skin. Yeah. It's crazy. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it's been fun. But like, I'm serious. It's like watching an Alabama football game for me. I get that excited. I love that. Yeah. I love that. And I like to mess with our ref every now and then because usually the one who refs our games is actually uh, one of our parents. <laughs> <laughs> so she volunteers to ref, and she's very good because she stays impartial. She doesn't give favoritism to either team. And she's got a kid on the field. Oh, it's man. all she can do to keep from cheering her That's on. That's amazing. I know, but she does a great job. That's Jack, amazing. Cool. Jack, she might be listening to us right now. Jacqueline, she goes by Jack. So Wow. Nice. Yeah. I enjoy that, though. Man, it's yeah. a lot of fun. Um, I saw you flipping videos around there, Steven. Um, mm-hmm. a, a, the one of Hulk Hogan getting booed? <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. Makes me yeah. sad. I know. You want to open with that? Open the close with that? Yeah, he was right. my favorite. Cool. Let's open the close with that. Let's get it going. Got about twenty seven. So this was at WrestleMania. Is WrestleMania thirty seven. Is this not the the most recent WrestleMania? The most recent. Okay. Yep. He's talking about how long it's been since they came back. One year, one month, one day. That's what oh. Terry Crews is up to. Okay. So here we go. I'll get us ready. Put us on a brief hold. All right. This thing happened. In one year, in one month, in one day, we are The disrespect. That's Hulk that's, Hogan. That's he rough. was my favorite wrestler as a that's kid. That's a rough time. It's crazy. Man, that's that's such... This guy wrong? used to have the wrestling world in the palm of his hand. Yes! And now no one even wants to hear him speak. That yeah. is so wild. Yep. Wow. It oh, is. Oh, man. Wow. It I grew is, up yes. in the Attitude Era. and a- Attitude? Uh-huh. Yeah. And, uh... So that just saddens me, Steven. I know. I saw it, and I thought, i got to share this. because I don't know if anybody watches wrestling anymore. You know, my father-in-law used to watch it, like, Raw. He would watch Raw, like, mm-hmm. every time it was on. And well, he was in his, like, 60s man, still like, watching it. I don't care what anybody says. The Attitude Era, like, you know, the 90s into the early 2000s, that's oh, yeah. the best I think WWE has ever been. Mm-hmm. I agree with that um, statement. Maybe, the 80s might have been a little better. As far as characters go, I mean, Macho Man Randy Savage. <laughs> Macho Man, oh yeah. 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 Sting. Hacksaw uh, Jim Duggan. Mm-hmm. Ultimate uh, Warrior. Ultimate Warrior. Sting. Dusty Rhodes. Dusty Rhodes. The Giant. Rowdy Rowdy Piper. I was Rowdy wow. before Rowdy was cool. <laughs> um, 
anyway, but yeah, I grew up with guys like The Rock, Stone Cold Steve Austin, mm-hmm. Shawn Michaels, right. yep. Sting. I mean, I even grew up with Hulk Hogan, but my it was Hollywood Hulk Hogan. Yeah, in yeah. NWO with Kevin Nash and yeah. Gold, and then you know WCW had Goldberg and yeah. Some of these guys are on TikTok now. Yeah, yeah. it's crazy. Uh-huh. Wow, it's nuts seeing them there. So hey, I think it's time for a horn. What do you think? Yeah, horn me. That's so that sound lets you know where you can find this show after the broadcast. Uh, you can find us at on Facebook at Varsity Radio Show. You can find us on Instagram at Varsity underscore radio underscore show. Oh, yeah. I'm going to try it too. Snap into a Slim Jim. All right. Var- <laughs> at Varsity Radio 885. I sound more like Mr. T. <laughs> at Varsity Radio 885 on Twitter. Hey, and then you can find podcasts of this show everywhere. Anywhere and everywhere there's a podcast, you can find it. Uh, I pitied a fool. Oh, That's right. Man. Had to do it. Sorry. Hey, we are so glad that you joined us this week, and we hope to see you back next week. 2.30 to 4.30, the Varsity Radio Show on 88.5 JFM. Y'all stay classy. Don't you go changing, and that's the bottom line. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, we are so glad that you joined us. We'll see you next week. All right. Peace out.